Welcome to Wisdom from the Word of God, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Owen Butler, endeavoring to reconnect people with God. Welcome once again, podcast family, to our series on the book of Genesis. Um, tonight, we are going to look at a particular passage of scripture that is often read but seldom studied. It is found in the second chapter of Genesis, starting with verse 1. You'll find these words. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made and God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made The seldom studied but frequently read is the account of the seventh day. Sometimes in commentaries, this might even be passed over because it seems to be relatively insignificant when you're talking about God's world and God's people. But I contend today that these three verses are significant to every human being's life. Regardless of whether or not they are believers in Jesus Christ, or whether or not they are still skeptics, agnostics, or atheists, God has built his humanity in such a way that they can benefit from the truths that are found in these three verses. First of all, the account allows us to see that God was done on the seventh day. Verse 1 says that the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. What Moses is writing here that God has given to him is that the heavens, the the atmosphere and the heavens into the terrestrial celestial world into the space had been created and the earth was finished. What God had intended to be on the earth and how the earth was to be formed and how it was to operate was now complete. And all the host of them. What God is saying here is that and the complete universe was done as well. Because one of the things we must realize about the Bible that I have said on multiple occasions that the Bible is not to be an archaeological archaeological document or a history document, but it is a literary work to help us know God. It is to help us build a relationship with Him. So a lot of things are abbreviated. But here where it says, and all the hosts of them, He's talking about the galaxies, other solar systems, everything that makes 
the skies what the skies are. When we look into the skies at night, we see the stars that are millions of miles away, but we learn through um, scientific methods and research that those stars are really other suns, and that many of those other suns are part of solar systems, and that all of that was built for our benefit. Because when you look at it without all of the research, you just see the host of stars that help um, enlighten the skies and give us beautiful Big Dippers and, and, and other designs in the skies, which is for our benefit, is for, for our enjoyment. We don't necessarily have to know all the details about the other solar systems and galaxies in order to benefit from the light that's shown from them that fills our skies and gives us the beautiful patterns in which we see in the sky. Because the Bible is not a document to give us every detail of creation, but it's to give us an overarching look at creation to know that the omnipotent one, the one with all power in his hand, didn't just create the heavens, just didn't create the heavens, didn't just create the earth and the planets, around this, our solar system, but the entire universe and all the hosts of them. That's what that represents. Because when you look into the night sky and you see all of those stars, those of which we can see are all part of a great universe that consists of many solar systems and many galaxies. And that there's more for us that we have not even seen yet that's part of this universe. But it was all built so that we would be able to enjoy that which we can see. And this is to say that all that which we can see and that which we cannot see, amen, was created by the universal God, Elohim, and all the host of them. In verse 2, and on the seventh day, on that seventh day, which we call the day of completion, on that seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. The first thing we must realize is that the reason why we call the number seven the day of completion or the number of completion is because of the seventh day was a day of completion in which God rested from his work. All his work was done by day seven. But the question we must ask is, was God tired? Did he have to rest because he was tired from his work? Well, we know from other scriptures like Isaiah, amen, that we know that God's, one of God's attributes is that he's an omnipotent God. That means he has all power. So since he has all power, he can never run out of power. So therefore, he never gets tired. He did not rest from his labors because he was tired. He rested from his labors because he was done. Uh, I want y'all to think on that for a while and let that absorb. No, he didn't rest because he was tired. He rested from his labors because he was done. By day six, everything that he was going to create was created and put in order. Systems were created. The host all out into the cosmos was all created and ready to go. 
That's the God we serve that can create millions upon billions of stars and, and solar systems and galaxies in six days. That's the God we serve. And, and so we look at this text and we see that on the seventh day he rested from his labors, but he also blessed the seventh day. That's big. Because this word blessed here, that's in this second chapter of Genesis, has the idea of health, has the idea of happiness, and has the idea of assets. I want you to hear tonight that when God blessed the seventh day, he blessed the seventh day in such a way that the seventh day, when observed properly, Come on now. When observed properly, will bring about health, happiness, and assets. Now, notice that God says in verse 3 that he sanctified it. That means he set it apart. He made it holy, unique, not like the other six days. What would go on the other six days should not go on on the seventh day. Because the seventh day has been set apart to be holy, to be unique, to be peculiar, to be set apart for something unique that does not apply to the other six. The other six were the days of creation. It was constantly, God was constantly in the motion of creating and putting into place, creating and putting into place, creating and putting into place. But on the seventh day, all of that stopped. Why? Because God was creating something for his crowning creation that his crowning creation would learn to understand better in the future. But he blessed it. So something about the seventh day brings about health, happiness, and assets. This day is a day of resting. That's the key. Because God has called us to be representatives of him and to the world. One thing about us is that we are in the likeness of God, but we are not God. Therefore, we don't have the attributes of omnipotence, omniscience, and omnipresence. No, we can only be in one place at a time. We only got so much energy, and we only have so much knowledge. So God, resting from his labors on the seventh day, made provision for us. When God blessed something, he provides this is a provision that we will learn in later books of the Bible. That's provision for our benefit. That man was not made for the Sabbath, but Sabbath was made for the man. Amen. And so in this blessing, what we so seldom in our current modern society forget is that humanity needs rest. There needs to be a day of the week in which you can stop from your labors and stop and be able to take what has been done and reappropriate that allow your body to 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 heal to rest to to do the needful so that it can begin another week that's where the health comes in but also your mental state amen for you to not be taxed and wore out and stressed out you need rest. 
If you're going to have the happiness and the joy that God has ordained for you, you've got to be rested. That day of rest is a day by which our body can heal itself from all of the labors that it's been doing all week. A time at which it can reflect from the mental perspective to allow us to look at what it's been doing, assess it, and then come to the point of joy and happiness around what has been done by us and what God has done in our lives. The seventh day is a day of reflection. And then the assets point of view. Do you not know when you stop to survey and to analyze what you have done and you stop long enough to meditate on the things that God wants to talk to you about because you're quiet enough, long enough to hear from the Lord, be still and know that I am God, Psalm 46, 11. When you have done that, then you gain greater assets. Because now God can speak into your life. God can now give you new ideas and give you new perspectives and bring about some things that you haven't thought about because you've been too busy to think about. So this whole idea of blessed with the idea of, of, of happiness and health and assets is all part of God's divine plan for his humanity. And until we learn to slow down long enough, Till we learn how to take a day of rest. We cannot obtain all of that which God has provided for us because there is great provision that God has given specifically to the day of rest. And God blessed it. See, and God blessed the seventh day. Never forget in that word blessed here is provision. Provision of health happiness, and assets. And until we learn how to rest from our labors and allow God to to pour into our lives during that time of meditation and worship and focus on Him, amen, in the quietness of the stillness where we can hear His voice, we cannot attain that greater leap or level at which can take us to the next level of creation in our weeks to come. In this world, we end up just running after the urgent and never being able to focus on the important because we never stop long enough because we're constantly in movement. We got to stop some time to rest so that God can speak with us and that we can receive that blessedness that comes from what the seventh day is all about. I hope, uh, listeners, that you got something from this, especially when it comes to trying to find your place of rest. If there's nothing else from this, that we've got to get to a point where we can carve out during our week a time to rest and rejuvenate, to connect with God and to receive His blessings in health and happiness and assets. So that we can continue to rise and continue to continue to transcend in him because God wants to take us to greater and greater levels in his likeness. But if we never stop long enough to rest, all we're going to do is thrash around. We're going to be under the tyranny of urgency and never get to the focused area of importance. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, um, 
Would you please, if you have not, go out to iTunes and rate this podcast if you believe that this is very beneficial. Would love to get five stars. And also, please leave a review as well. Um, This helps others find this podcast that could also benefit from the things that are being said here as well. And once again, thank you so much for listening. And God bless you and God keep you. <music>